This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration is investing in a new partnership that it hopes will get ag exports onto ships bound for international markets. The Department of Agriculture and other wings of the federal government are all partnering with the Port of Oakland to create a new 25-acre container yard specifically for ag exports. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the effort is critical to keep the confidence of foreign ag product buyers. And when there is this disruption that they're currently facing, it makes it more difficult for them to maintain that market reputation. And with that market reputation, you also risk the loss of market share. And once you lose market share in these competitive uh, circumstances, it is very difficult to get it back. So it's important for us to start this pilot effort in Port of Oakland. The hope and the goal is that we're able to expand this opportunity in other ports along the coast. But a key congressional Democrat says he's skeptical of the announcement's significance. John Garamendi represents a California district north of San Francisco. He's also a co-lead of the Ocean Shipping Reform Act in the House, which would reform practices for some of the largest shipping companies in the world. He says ag goods will still need a boat to get to their intended destination. The Port of Oakland's uh, program is very, very good, but it won't be worth a hoot unless there is a ship that will take those containers from that 25-acre site and push the, and put those containers on. I think we need to use every lever available, and that is putting pressure on those ocean shipping companies. Many companies are currently accepting higher rates from foreign countries to return with empty containers rather than those filled with U.S. products to speed the process of shipping from overseas ports. Garamendi argues access to the U.S. market should be discussed if the practice continues. Bill Thompson has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. Shipping and supply chain issues are causing big problems for many sectors of U.S. agriculture, including cotton. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. Trade and supply chain issues will continue to provide obstacles in the cotton industry this year, but growing demand for cotton locally could help offset those impacts. Gary Adams is the president and CEO of the National Cotton Council. He says getting U.S. cotton out to export markets has been difficult. The challenge we're looking at right now is just continuing to try to move this cotton into the marketing channels, whether that shipments to our domestic mills, uh, but especially the export markets. And shipments are running well behind the, the pace that they need to hit USDA's export number. And that, can, that continues to be a challenge, and it looks like it's going to be a challenge that will be with us for the next several months. Adam says a lot of factors play into supply chain issues abroad, but demand for cotton among U.S. textile members has increased. As we try to move that cotton and ship that cotton and have shipping dates that are lined up and then there's cancellations either from the truck side, the rail side, or the ocean carrier. That's just continued to compound the risk that is faced by our merchandisers. And then I think when we look at our U.S. textile members, demand has, has bounced back, so I think that's a, that's a positive. You know, we need to continue to try to keep that demand base going. Uh, as well and and make sure that we have provisions in our textile trade agreements that continue to allow really some strong uh, trade within the Western Hemisphere. You can hear more from Adams and his thoughts on the uncertainty around input supplies and prices for the new crop year in his open mic interview on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel. Finally today, the U.S. cattle herd is getting a little smaller. According to a new report from the Department of Agriculture, 
The nationwide cattle inventory at the beginning of January was down 2% and totaled 91.9 million head. Individual segments of the herd were all down, including a 2% drop of calving cows and heifers and a 5% drop of bulls weighing more than 500 pounds. The 2021 calf crop was also down 1% from the previous year. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Whether it's food for your family, cotton for your shirts, or biofuel for your car, America's farmers and ranchers provide it all and more. Support them by joining your local Farm Bureau. Learn more at fb.org join. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.